Hello everybody, welcome back to my madness. And this will be a short little funny video before um I go to bed. I'm gonna be um doing uh a, a Star Fox uh fan fiction that was made on YouTube called A Fox in Space, um of um the, my favorite moments. That I thought were really funny. So in case you don't know, if you guys haven't played Star Fox two, Vera is the name of one pilot. It was uh Fox's girlfriend before he met Crystal. So without further ado, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Quick side note, um, when they're teenagers, uh, Vera and Wolf, um, were a thing. Now, back to the video. Vera was putting on her makeup, and Wolf said, Look. I know you want me to meet your dad, but I don't think it's a good idea. You see, he's going to become governor soon, and everyone knows he's going to win by a landslide. And I'm just not, I'm just not future government, governor's daughter's boyfriend material. Vera replied with, you never even met my dad. He love you. You two have a lot in common. Let's face it, Vera. Me and him aren't ever gonna click. After all, I want to be a mercenary. And, uh, the governors aren't really like, big fans of the mercenaries. Let's face it, he's gonna hook you up with some sort of dandy cadet. She giggled and said, <laughs> A dandy cadet? Wolf said, Yeah, that's right, a dandy cadet. She said, Okay. That's it. That does it. That's gonna be the name of my first ship. You better not, Wolf said. Look, all I'm saying is, I don't care what my dad says. I still love you. Wolf wrapped his arms around her back and hugged her from behind. She smiled and then he did something that you should never do to a woman. He squeezed the side he squeezed her curves and went, ah. A very immature and inappropriate joke he made. Vera did not like that in the slightest. She said, okay, come on, let's just take the car and take me to my dad's spaceport so I can visit him. Wolf agreed. As they are about to walk out, Wolf's dad was sitting on the couch with a wine bottle in his hand. Beside him was sitting little Fox McCloud. He was about eight or nine years old then and obsessed with, with video games. He was playing Mario. Why was he there? Well, since James McCloud was out on a mission and Vixie unfortunately died giving birth to Fox, he was in charge of babysitting. Fox's father was. So, Fox's babysitter, aka Wolf's dad, said, Alright, alright, little McLeod, finish this level and then I get the TV. I, I, want, I want to make sure and not miss my stories. Okay, let me just get to this level. I'll hook, up to my, I'll hook it up to my DS. Hey, Dad, can we have the keys? And why do you want the keys, Wolf? 
Me and Heroes can go to that spaceport so I can meet him for the first time. Alright, that's fine. But make sure you take Fox with you. You know, get him out of the house for a little bit. But Dad... Do as I say. But Dad... He looked him in the eyes. Now you listen here and you listen good. If you want to... If you want to live here to get away from that crazy, nagging woman mother of yours, you got to learn to obey by the rules. Wolf made a pouty face, and his father said, Oh, now look at that sweet little face. Vera, honey, you know this, but he always makes this face when he doesn't get his way. Vera giggled, and Wolf was officially humiliated. On the way back, on the way to the spaceport, Vera sat next to Wolf in the passenger seat and Wolf some quote-unquote uh, responsibility since his dad was watching his shows and he had to take Fox with him, which made Wolf Tanlin a new babysitter. He was trying to talk to Vera and see about apologizing for his inappropriate joke that he made, but... Vera seemed to be more interested in talking to Fox. Hey, what you doing, little guy? Oh, uh, hi, Vera. I'm playing Mario. Oh, really? Yeah, I just defeated King Bowser, and now I'm trying to get all the credits and coins that's coming from the sky. Oh, that's nice. And her and Fox began to talk. Now, even though Fox was only seven or eight years old, Vera was about 14, which was about seven years older than him, but still, she, she thought he was cute and very kind. Wolf, on the other hand, was about 18 or 19 years old. He knew when Fox was in, would be 29 that uh, Wolf would be in his late 30s, maybe early 40s. Eventually... Around that time, they pulled in to the spaceport, and the dad said, Hey, Vera, how's my little cuddlebug? I'm doing good, Dad. Oh, Dad, I want you to meet my boyfriend. Oh, really? Is it that, uh, is it that Falco kid? No, Dad. His name is actually Wolf. Wolf, huh? I think I heard of him. You should have. He's going to be one of the best pilots one day. Wolf walked in. Hey there. Vera, I'm darling. Can I talk to you for a sec? Sure, Dad. I'll be right back, Wolf. Yeah, don't worry about it. What is it, Dad? Vera, I don't like that boy. He ain't ever going to become the best pilot. So I'm going to lie. Why, Dad? He's a freak with one eye. Do you not see that eye patch? Get that 20-20 vision. Every eye. Truly a great pilot. Maybe. I'm not going to have some eye patch boy in the Korean army. He might as well work for someone that doesn't have no standards, like Andros or something. Because I ain't ever going to have him pilot one of my ships. And when I said pilot, you're gonna pilot my ship. I'm not 
gonna let him date my daughter. You, hero, you had the makings of a wonderful pilot. Are you ready? Are you ready to throw that all away for one eyed slack drive in the soul? Are you gonna work hard at it? Dad, I, I want to date him, but I want to be a pilot too. But you gotta pick and choose. Cause I'm not gonna make that choice for you, hero. This is your choice. Ditch the one-eyed wimp. Or you can keep on being friends with that little dimwit. But no, if you do, you ain't ever gonna be a pilot. You ain't ever gonna achieve your dream. I heard rumors too that the wolf character was flirting around with another woman. Apparently, heard about this blue vixen on Saria. I think it was Crystal or Sale or Crystal or something. He's living with one of my own comrades, Crow. who sat to live in Saria. Why, Dad? Why? I mean, I heard of rumors of that Crow was watching after a baby blue vixen, but still. Vera, the fact is, I don't want you dating that freak. Alright? Trust me on this, Hera. It's for your own safety and your own good. But Dad, I love him. I don't care if you love him or not. You will not be dating him. My house, my room. And that's final. Do I make myself clear, Vera? Yes, Dad. Alright. Also, I want you to break up with him right here right now. In front of me, so I know that... You do as I say. She walked out to Wolf and said, Wolf, I'm just gonna sit here now. Vera, it's only our second hour into our date. You had lunch drove you home, you put on makeup, took a quick shower, and anyone who went to stay here and not finish our date? Wolf, it's not working out. I have to break up with you. My dad wants to wants me to hook up with a dandy cadet. But you said I know what I said, Wolf. And also, I think it's for the best. That way I can be a pilot too, and also Wolf, um I know what Dandy Cadet has my heart. She looks through at Fox. You know that Fox or his man? He's just a kid and you're a, you're a teenager. I know, Wolf, and it's hard for me too, but we're only seven years apart. It's what's right for all of us. You're older than him. Why does that have to do with anything? You're about t- ten years older than me. It's just usually the man who's older than the girl. Yes, it usually is. But there are special occasions where the girl's older than the man. Yes. If you can't see that, then maybe it's a good thing that only me and Fox. 
go together. I'm going to see how he goes into like adult and if he fits the bill then I'll know I made the right choice and if not, well, then I guess I'm out of luck. Goodbye, Wolf. Vera, wait a minute. Is there something I've done? It's everything you've done. What have I done that was so horrible, Vera? Answer me that. And this morning, and, well, okay, I guess I've done a few things I'm not so proud of, but Vera, you know I love you. I know, Wolf. I know. But it's hard for all of us. It's gonna be a big change, but I'm sure that we can get through it. We can still be friends. Okay? Vera, please. I'm sorry, Wolf. Goodbye. Her tears in her eyes. She went back to her dad. Wolf glared at Fox. What? Yes, evil little coward. You're the one that stole Vera from me. I ain't ever gonna forgive you for that. Do you hear me? I didn't mean to. It don't matter if you didn't mean to or if you did. Fox, I'm telling you, we're gonna meet again one day. And when we meet again, you better be dang careful that you don't get in my way. Because I'm gonna tan your hide one day. It's gonna be set on fire and burning in your cockpit. I'll become a great pilot, if not in this Cornarian army, but General Pepper. And I'm gonna be one of Andros's army. I'm gonna save my money and buy the starship the Wolfen. Cause I know that one is a big ship, tough, and can burn anyone or anything who dare get in my way. And Fox, you're gonna be my target. Just realize that. That one day. I'm going to take you down. And for the second one I'm going to do, um, it is, a uh, Falco's Dinner. So this takes place around the same time at night, only it's Falco eating out with his family. They're eating, and then Falco looked out the window of the restaurant and saw, and saw, Wesley the Weasel, known for stealing people's personal possessions, mostly bikes and scooters, and he would sell them for profit. He looked outside and saw him do a transaction with his scooter, with the notorious cheat, Pigma. Even though Pigma was eventually granted to join the Star Fox team with James McLeod and Peppy Hare, and he was... James's close friend. He always would go a little extra and a little rotten every here and there for a, for a little uh, profit. Now, Falco knew one day he'd probably betray James to his death, which eventually he did, and almost killed Peppy if Peppy didn't escape when James distracted Andros. Falco saw Wesley Weasel give it to Bigma. 
Falco said to his parents, Hey, that's the bad nigga who stole my scooter. Falco, his mom said, Watch your language, sweetie. You don't want daddy to get in trouble again, do you? No, but that's that's the guy. That's a big accusation, Falco. Do you have any proof? But no. But well, if you don't have any proof, his dad said, "Can't do much about it." But but that's the freaking guy. Hey, you better watch your mouth, young man. But but I swear to God, whoa. They all said, I'm sorry, okay, I'm sorry. You better watch your mouth, young man. I'm sorry, okay? I said I'm sorry, what do you want? His dad interrupted. Shut your freaking mouth and eat your stupid grazzle. You twit. Yes, sir, Falco said. Language, Melvin, Falco's mother said to her husband. This other one's called Fox's Legs. Yes, I know how sussy that sounds, but trust me, it's a funny one. So, Wolf had Fox trapped in a cage on his ship as they went to meet Andros. Wolf came to after he was shot out of the sky. He said, where am I? Hey, kid, took you a while to wake up, sleeping beauty. We're just taking to see Andros. Do you want him to kill me? You know what he's gonna do. Yeah, chill out, kid. He just wants to meet you. He's kind of a fan of yours, despite you um, following his plans every single day. But he understands, you know. He, he killed your daddy. He won't revenge. He just wants to meet you. One of Andros' henchmen said, Alright, I'll be right back, guys. I'm gonna go check up on the bridge and see our course. Alright, I'll keep up. You coming? Yeah, I'll just keep on. I'll make sure you don't try anything funny. Alright. Then Wolf looked, turned around back at Fox and said, Now, I didn't want to. I want to wait till we were alone to ask this. That's me being polite. But, can I see your legs? My legs? You're kidding, right? Uh, you know, uh, things don't go around and uh, the body gets curious. Can't you just take my words for it that I don't have metal legs? Fox said. Wolf replied with a, Well, yeah, I guess I could, but, you know, it's more satisfying if I see with my own eyes and I kind of for sure. So Fox took off his pants and showed him his legs. See? They're 100% stock. Wolf got on his knees and looked at his legs, saying, well, I guess you're right, it does check out. Around that time, though, one of Andros' henchmen walked in, looked concerned, and then, oddly enough, had a smile on his face. Fox quickly pulled back up his flight pants, and they're trying to explain but all they managed to get was, I was just showing him my, and Andros's henchman come off saying, Hey, 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 I fully support whatever this is. I don't judge. Anyway, I just want to let you know, uh, we'll be landing in five minutes. See you guys later, and I'll let you 
continue this. And they left. Fox and Wolf looked at each other. Oh gosh, this is going to be awkward. It, it's going to be. Oh well. I'll explain to him. Anyway. I just want to tell you that. Uh, sorry about the security. It's just uh, we know that you're kind of a crafty pilot. So we wanted to make sure you didn't try to do anything foolish. Well, I'm stuck here anyway. So it's not like I can go anywhere. Just wanna make sure. By the way, why am I only here in my flight pants and t-shirt? What happened to the rest of my flight clothes and my boots? Well, that's just it, he said. You see, I fold them up in a nice little pile, but then uh, in Jericho over there, the pilot of the ship that works for Andros threw them overboard. Is what Wolf said. This is what really happened. It turned out that Jericho and George, the two head officers, full of Wolf um full of Fox's clothes nicely before the strip search, and made sure that they were ready right by his cell, so he could just reach through the bars and pull them in and put them on. But Wolf, for some reason, threw them off the ship, took off his boots, broke them, and threw them off the ship into the sand as well. Why was Fox captured? Well, he flew alone to visit the memorial that was made in honor of his father. He did it every year on his father's death day and laid flowers there on his father's birthday, which happened to be on the same day he died. Rough, isn't it? Died on his birthday. Eventually, they met Andros. And Andros said, hmm, if it isn't Fox McCloud. Wow, you're the first person who didn't call me Star Fox. On the account that's my team. I've finally got to know someone knows my name. It's a pleasure to meet you, Andros. The pleasure's all mine. I would like to, uh, I'd like to, uh, talk to you privately in my ship, if I may. Alright, is there a okay if I get some clothes first? This metal floor is freezing my feet. Why aren't you wearing anything apart from your flight pants? Uh, that's a good question. I don't really answer that myself. Wolf just told me that the pilots threw my pants over inside the ship and I never went back. Jericho, make sure you and uh, Ethan Get him the finest clothes I have. Um, I still have his father's um, jacket. Give that to him too. That's what I'm going to give him. Let me give him as an apology. Yeah, hopefully he'll join us. But give him that for now and we'll discuss things later. As with Andros. Alright, Wolf, now that we're alone, what did you do to his clothes? Hey, I tried to stop him. Don't lie to me, Wolf. I know you're kind of creep. Alright, maybe I did. I want to see if he actually had metal aches. And uh, I had to know for sure. So I just checked it out. 
And you couldn't just take his word for it. I guess I could have, but I had no for sure. Well, now that's over, does he have the legs? Nope, air stock. 100%. Hmm. Well, I guess now I can put my worries that he has metal enhanced legs to rest. Yep. Alright, that'll be enough for you today. Go back to your quarters. We'll talk about this later. For now, I gotta make sure our guest is comfortable. And if you know what's good for you, you'll do the same. Yes, sir. This isn't from Fox in Space, but this is my own little fan fiction. From my series, uh, Crystal's Origin. Crystal ran up to Crow, Crystal was two, and said, Dad? Oh, yeah, yeah, Crystal, what is it? Can you tell me a bedtime story? Hmm. Want to hear more about the pilots? Yeah, Dad, yeah. Alright. He put her on his lap and said, Alright, out there somewhere in the galaxy, there's a pilot. Her name is James McLeod. He's a very good pilot. He died recently, unfortunately, but his son Fox, right? His son Fox. One day he'll be the greatest pilot in the world. And he'll protect us. Protect the lilac system in Saria. And one day, you might be able to meet him. Do you think I'll marry him one day? <laughs> you know, it's a high possibility. You're a very beautiful fox, and he's a fox. So, Vixen plus fox equals compatibility. I think you'll do just fine. He patted her on the shoulder and said, Alright, Crystal, it's bedtime. I'll take you in with your teddy bear. Go your way for bed. As soon as she went inside and got away from bed, Scales walked down and said, how do you friend, man? Can't get a good job in the military except for the spike teeth. Clan. True and fault scales. Tell you what, I'll forgive you. Just give me that vixen of yours and I'll raise her as my own personal slave to fulfill every need I have and then I'll consider forgiving you. I'd rather burn the fiery pits of the dim world than give her to you. I can make that happen. Don't try it, Scales. Not yet, I won't. When she turns 18 or 19, I will be back for her. And I'll fight you to the death for her. Well, so be it. And Scales marched off. Crow glared at Scales and sure he left. Then, shut the concealing part over the cave, and took Crystal in bed, kissed her goodnight, and read her one last story, called Pause for Thought, the Kids Edition. Considering Pause for Thought was like the Bachelorette, Crystal always liked Pause for Thought when they watched it on cave TV. So, she liked the stories about the kids' version of it. Usually using a prince and princess for the for it. Anyway, that's where we're gonna leave the story. Thank you so much for watching. If you like this story or want more stories like this, 
Puzzles on the face of the bosses always have eyes around. Thank you again so much for watching. Of course, if you're overused by me, do not worry because I am a workaholic with a fiction addiction. Leave a like and subscribe, I really appreciate it. I'll see you all next time in the next video. Thank you, everyone, and good night. Bropa, what the hell? I need to try one, two, three, here we go. And also, guys, really fast, um, I told you about my cadet and my official dog tags um, I have with me in this house. So I'm going to take a picture of my cadet dog tags and my new dog tags for this video, even though this video has nothing to do with the Defenders of the Lilac system in any way, shape, or form. But I will say the silver dog tag is uh, my cadet dog tags and my black dog tags, well, black and white and silver dog tags, are the ones that are my official dog tags, which I received today with the rank of commander instead of captain. After you reach a high rank like high commander, that is when you get um, the black dog tags because usually the higher ranking ones are part of the wolf pack um, squadron. Anyway. So I just want you to know, silver dog tags are my cadet and my black and white dog tags. Well, black ones with white words on them. Those are my um, commander and actual rank dog tags. So I'll say that'll be on the for this video. Thank you and good night.